0: Good morning, everyone, and happy Tuesday. Um, sorry, I could not get the podcast out yesterday. I did not record it on Sunday, which I normally do. And then yesterday, I just had a lot going on and was studying a lot. So I'm one day late, but that's okay because you guys are still going to be able to listen and get the message across. So today the topic is motivation, consistency, and seeing results while staying consistent and having that discipline. So there's three different types of compounds I'm going to quickly go over and all of this stuff I'm going to share with you, like the majority of it, is from Atomic Habits by James Clear. So Just to let y'all know, y'all should definitely read that book. It's a great one. Um, But the first product, the first compound is productivity compounds, which shows that accomplishing one extra task is a small feat on any given day, but it counts for over an entire career. So the effect of automating an old task or mastering a new skill can be even greater. The more tasks you can handle without thinking, the more your brain is free to focus on other areas. So if you are really bad at remembering to do something or if you're trying to become more productive, going to the gym, starting out a new hobby, whatever, if you continue to do that and master a new skill or get back on something old, your brain is going to get used to that and you just have to have that consistency because then it's going to format habit in your head and therefore you're going to do this stuff unconsciously and then your brain will be able to focus on other stuff that you want as well. The second type of compound is a knowledge compound which is saying that learning one new idea won't make you a genius but a commitment to lifelong learning can be transformative So that's like saying each book you read not only teaches you something new, but also opens up different ways of thinking about old ideas. So knowledge builds up, like, compound interest, as Warren Buffett says, based on the book. But you just have to be eager to learn new stuff and not be stubborn and assume you don't need to know anything else about the world. You already know everything. But the more you open your eyes to new perspectives, I feel like that's really important because I feel like I definitely have opened up my perspectives as I've been in college because in high school, I just felt like I knew everything and everyone else's opinion was wrong. But I've learned that that's not the case. And I like to see everything from different perspectives based on how everyone grew up and how people were raised, etc. So those are the three compounds. And then now we're going to talk about results and how to get there. So if you've been thinking to yourself, I've been running every day for a month, so why can't I see any change in my body? Say you go to the gym all the time and you want to get toned, you want to look good, you want to be strong but you feel like you're not getting any results at all and it's making you lack motivation because you're like, what's the point of this if nothing's happening, you know? And people do say that, you know, they go to the gym just to keep their body healthy, but in reality, we all know everyone wants to look good deep inside. But once this kind of thinking takes over, it's easy to let good habits fall by the wayside. But in order to make a meaningful difference, habits need to persist long enough to break through to break through this plateau. And James Clear calls this the plateau of latent potential. If you find yourself struggling to build a good habit or break a bad one, it's not because you've lost your ability to improve. Because everyone can always improve. I've seen so many, like transformation videos on tiktok like you can do it but the reason why people think they can't is often because you haven't yet crossed this plateau and complaining about not achieving success despite working hard is like complaining about an ice cube not melting when you heated it from 25 to 31 degrees Your work was not wasted. It's just being stored and all the action happens once you hit that plateau at that 32 degrees. And I think this is a great analogy because this has definitely happened to me so many times where I stick to a routine in the gym or I'm trying to accomplish something and I just don't see any results mentally or physically in it just irritates me so I like go on to try something new where in reality I just need to stick to it and know deep inside that I can get the results I want as long as I push myself past the potential I think I have because we always can go way further than we think we can. We're just selling ourselves short. Another thing is that we often expect progress to be linear. At the very least we hope it will come quickly And in reality, the results of our efforts are often delayed. It's not until months or years later we realize the true value of the previous work we've done. And James Clear says this can result in a quote-unquote valley of disappointment where people feel discouraged after putting in weeks or months of hard work without experiencing any results. However, this work was not wasted. It's simply being stored. And it's not until much later that the full value of previous efforts is revealed. And I feel like people might only be relating this to like working out and like looking good and seeing results. But this can definitely be applied to school. Say if you're studying for something, you're trying to get a job. Or even mentally, if you're trying to work on your confidence or you're trying to work on not overthinking anymore becoming a happier nicer person and you know you're journaling every day etc you're trying to do all this stuff to make yourself mentally stronger and you're not seeing any results then you need to keep working at it because all this energy you're putting in is being at work right now you just can't physically see it and once you cross that border. You'll be able to see it one day. Also, people mistakenly assume that ambitious goals led to their success while overlooking all the people who had the same objective but didn't succeed. Because so many times our goals that we put forth for ourselves, people think that, you know, I've accomplished this goal, I've accomplished that, it's all because I had this goal. But that's not what leads to your success, because every Olympian wants to win a gold medal, every candidate wants to get the job, and if successful and unsuccessful people share the same goals, then that specific goal cannot be what differentiates the winners from the losers. It wasn't the goal of winning, you know, a gold medal, (laughs) but it was that The person wanting to win the gold medal had wanted to do that every single year before, just like every other person. The goal was always there for the winner, but it was only when they implemented a system of continuous small improvements that they achieved a different outcome. So this is really just borderline all about staying consistent and not letting go, not letting that fear of lack of results get to you and pushing yourself through it. In realizing that you do have potential. And getting there, you have to first decide the type of person you want to be. And then the second step is to prove it with small wins. And a lot of times, when people decide the person they want to be, they automatically think of the results that they want and not actually the type of person they want to be based on those results. So, this can hold as like an individual or a team or a community or as a nation, but what do you want to stand for? What are your principles and values? Who do you wish to become? And I know these are big questions and a lot of people aren't sure where to begin, but say, you know, what type of result you want, say you want um, to be able to write a book And that's not the type of person who you want to be because that's just an action. That's just something you're doing. But you can change that into you want to be someone who is consistent and reliable and shift your focus from writing a book, which is outcome-based, to begin the type of person who's consistent and reliable, which is identity-based. So you want to stick to what type of identity you have. Or you can relate it to, say, you want a six-pack or... You want to feel less anxious or you want to double your salary, whatever, get a raise. Those are all outcome-based and you need to figure out who you want to be based on your identity. So if you're someone that wants a six-pack, think about people that have (laughs) six-packs. Like they are the ones that are consistent. They're working hard. They have discipline. They're determined and they work hard at their goals and they don't give up that's identity-based. So think about what you want to be and focus on the opportunity, not the obligation. For example, living longer because you're taking care of yourself and how much healthier and how much more energy you're going to have or how much more confidence you have. These are all opportunities based on the identity you want. And a really big important thing with this is mastering the small things and taking things one at a time and I know everyone gets stressed because they have this goal and they want to get there so quickly they want to like you know be toned in one month you know before spring break or before summer whatever but that's not how it works you have to work at it little by little also you can help this by what in my environment do I need to change in order to make ac- to make taking action easier on myself? So say you're constantly surrounded by negative people or say you're in a really dirty environment. You don't clean your room that often or you're always around like gross junk food. Make your environment easy for you and productive for you so that you can get what you want done and that you don't have any distractions in your environment. Another important thing is to make your body move. It's the inaction that makes it so hard to take action because you want to continue to be inactive. You're thinking, "Uh, it's fine if I skip the gym today or I just really need a rest day. Like, it's good to let your body rest. Well, that's the type of stuff that prevents you from taking action. And you're just going to keep thinking, oh, it's fine, whatever. Another thing is if you're like nervous, you know, say you want to give a public speech or you need to confront somebody about something and you are unmotivated to do so because you're nervous, anxious, you can also count down from five when you need to do something or say something and that can help you take action and cross that border. And then seven steps to make taking action easier So one, find out what you want, make it very clear and relate it to your identity, but set that goal. Number two, what do you have to give up based on this? Because a lot of times when we want to achieve something, you have to give up something that you currently have. Like, say you want to start being more confident, talking to people, not being as shy anymore. You have to give up that comfort. You have to give up that comfort zone of you being introverted, staying in your shell, and you have to actually take a leap of faith forward. And you're giving up that comfortness that, you know, makes you feel good, no anxiousness going on. Or say you really want to lose weight, you have to give up yummy food (laughs) or alcohol or something. And then step number three is to figure out what date you're going to hit it by. And I've struggled with this. I've never actually followed up with a date that I've set for goals. Like, I literally have this written down that I wanted to be a certain amount of weight by August 13th, and I still am not at that weight, but I have gotten close. I only have, like, three more pounds to go which is lit or like two um and then number four create a plan because you can't just set a goal and like not have any idea of how you're going to achieve it you actually have to be structured and know exactly how you're going to do it and know what you're going to cut out what you're going to put in and when it's happening step number five write a statement writing things down helps so much I swear I've been journaling and writing stuff down and it's been really helpful. Step number six, read it out loud every single morning. This is like affirmation type vibe. I also suck at doing this. I never do this, but I'm sure it would be good if I did. Um, And then step number seven is figure out how to make it easy on yourself and make adjustments every day. Because once you have like a big goal that you want to set, it's going to be rough at the start. I kind of like to think about that as Right at the beginning of the semester you're not really sure your routine yet or your classes when you should go to the gym when you should go to the library when you should eat your meals it takes a couple weeks to get adjusted to that so think of it like when you have a goal you need to take some time to figure out what's going to be the best way to accomplish this the human brain loves a challenge but only if it's within A certain level of difficulty. For example, James Clear gives an example about this. If you love tennis and try to play a serious match against a four-year-old, you will become bored quickly. It's too easy. In contrast, if you play a professional tennis player like Serena Williams, you'll quickly lose motivation because the match is too difficult. So, this is called the Goldilocks Rule that states that humans experience peak motivation When working on tasks that are right at the edge of their current abilities. So if you consider playing tennis with someone who is your equal and as the game progresses you'll win a few points, lose a few points, you have a good chance of winning but only if you really try. So based on this Goldilocks rule you need to set your goals close to what your current ability is but don't set yourself too low because a lot of people think that their abilities are, like, way lower than they think they are. Um, But I think this is great, and especially, like, even working with people, like, going to the gym with people that are at about the same strength as you, that can be really motivating or, you know, studying with people that are at the same level as you, doing stuff with people, working at that level where you can push yourself just a little bit further every single time. And to talk about motivation, really successful people feel the same lack of motivation as everyone else, but the difference is that they find a way to show up despite the feelings of boredom. Mastery requires practice, but the more you practice something, the more boring and routine it becomes. Once the beginner gains have been made and we learned what to expect, we get bored. We're like, what now? I'm lifting, it's going great, what now? Our interest starts to fade. Sometimes it happens even faster than that. All you have to do is hit the gym in a few days in a row or publish a couple blog posts on time. And then you let one day slip. It doesn't feel like much because things are still going well. But it's easy to rationalize taking a day off because you're in a good place. You know, I've been working out so hard. I deserve to take off the whole weekend. Which, (laughs) that's what I say... Anyways, as soon as we experience the slightest dip in motivation, we begin seeking a new strategy, even if the old one was still working. Um, Working on challenges that are just as manageable. Difficulty is a good way to keep things interesting. When starting a habit, there will be days when you don't feel like showing up or finishing. But stepping up when it's annoying, that's what makes the difference. So... It's also, I know everyone says, like, do what you like, like what you do, life is good. But if you're trying to become mentally, physically, emotionally stronger, you have to go through shit that you don't want to. And you have to keep it up. Gotta cross the border. Habits plus deliberate practice equals mastery because when you start developing a habit that you're used to, you don't think about maximizing it the most and making it the best it can be because you're so used to it. So that's why you need to return to the effortful part of work and begin building the next habit. You need to remain conscious of your performance. If you're not getting anywhere, you need to be aware of it. And you need to refine and improve your goals in order to be the most successful version of yourself that you can. It's precisely at the moment when you begin to feel like you've mastered the skill right, when things are starting to feel automatic and you're starting to get in the routine you're at the gym every day you're studying every day you're journaling every day and once you become comfortable with that you must avoid slipping into the trap of complacency establish a system for reflection and review without I don't know what that says but we can make excuses and create rationalizations about ourselves. but we Need to determine if we're performing better or worse compared to yesterday. It can be incredibly upsetting watching someone else totally go for it and succeeding to the person who has spent a lifetime building a solid case for them for why themselves can't. And this also relates to one of my episodes where I talked about creating excuses and victimizing yourself. You think you can't reach that certain goal, you're making excuses oh, I've always been like this. I've never made any results. I'm just going to be okay with that and not try any harder. That's what's making you not get the results. It's literally all in your head. And some examples from this book that show that nobody gets to the top of the mountain without falling on their face over and over again. For example, Michael Jordan was cut from his high school basketball team for lack of skill Steven Spielberg was a high school dropout and was rejected from film school three times. And the founder of Honda Motor Company was turned down by Toyota for an engineering position. So he started his own company, which was Honda. So basically, you guys need to keep up your discipline, push yourself. I know it's towards the end of the semester now. If you're in college and right after spring break, I started losing so much motivation and it was really hard for me because I was going out like five nights in a row with my friends and it was a lot for me. And I didn't work out at all during my time in Florida. So it's been rough getting back to it, but I know I can and I'm pushing myself and I had gotten to nine miles running before spring break on like the Thursday before spring break and then spring break happened. I just consumed a lot of liquid alcohol for like five days straight and I didn't work out at all and my stamina went down a lot and I was really bummed about it because last week was the first week back after spring break and... I was like, oh my God, I can't do this. My stomach was messed up. My digestive system was messed up. And then mentally, I was just like, wow, I got to let my body rest and get back into the groove of things. But that's not how I'm going to get results. And yesterday, I got back to six miles, which was really good at a decent pace. And I'm going to try again probably Thursday to hit over nine miles, which I know I can do it. And I used to literally never think I could ever run more than 5k because when I ran cross country in high school, I sucked terribly. And I still am not good at running. I run over a 10 minute pace when I do my long runs and everyone else that's been training for half marathons runs at like a 945, 930 pace. And I just can't do that. Which is okay because I know I'm at my own level and I don't think I was born a runner, but I don't want that to be creating an excuse for myself. So I'm going to push myself hard, keep it going, accomplishing one extra thing at a time. You know, I like to run one more mile every week or just go a little bit further and push myself because if I can do nine miles, I know I can do more and I'm going to keep it going as well as studying. Keep up studying, guys. School's almost over. Keep up that good GPA. We're going to have a great week. I hope you guys study for your test. Everyone's going to do amazing. Happy Tuesday. Let's get this bread, guys.